Hey everyone, you are listening to Enough to Be Dangerous. I am your host, Linnea. Today is the 7th of Jan- January, 2022, 9.36 p.m. on Friday. Thanks for tuning in. Um, before I get started on my topic for the day, I wanted to go over some numbers with you. And just up front, let you guys know, I'm really struggling with my lupus and I'm not feeling very well, causes shortness of breath sometimes too, and a lot of other issues. And it's not the Rona. I'm just really struggling. So if I don't sound as peppy and talking a little slow or stopping to take my breath, that's lupus. And I'm just trying to get through it. So anyway, thanks for being here today. And I hope everyone's doing well. I hope everyone had a safe and happy new year. Um, Before I get started, I want to go over the numbers that I promised you guys that I would try to get to at least every other week. Anyway, so as of today, the VAERS website, which is the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System by the CDC, excuse me, somebody pinged me. There have been 1,017,001 reported adverse events. That's a lot. (laughs) That data includes 21,382 reports of death, and that is an increase of 380 since the previous two weeks of reporting. There have been 166,606 reports of serious injuries. That's including the deaths, up 4,100 compared to the previous weeks. This is very, very terrifying. Excluding foreign reports to VAERS, 715,857 adverse events including 9,778 deaths, 63,089 serious injuries. And those all reported in the U.S. between December 14th and December 31st of 2021. Of the 9,778 U.S. deaths reported, As of December 31st, 20% of them occurred within 24 hours of the vaccine. 24% occurred within 48 hours of the vaccination. And 61% occurred in people who experienced an onset of symptoms within 48 hours of being vaccinated. In the U.S., 500, oh, no, yeah, 5 million, no, I don't even know how, 5,071.1 million, I don't know how to read that number. Uh, (laughs) million COVID vaccine doses have been administered as of December 30th. This includes 296 million doses of Pfizer, 194 million doses of Moderna, and 18 million doses of Johnson & Johnson. So I'm looking at this information as of 1231. There's deaths, 21,382, permanently disabled, 36,758, office visits, 158,761, emergency room, 82, 
this is between, oh, this is from 1231. This is the release date, not in between any dates. Emergency doctor rooms, 110,704. Hospitalized, 113,000. Hospitalized prolonged, 303. Recovered, 297,541. Birth defects, 786. Life-threatening, 24,343. Non-serious, 444,119. It's up 118.76% since the report was run two weeks ago. So, are you awake yet? Please wake up. I don't want to die. I don't want my kids to die. I don't want to have to go out in a blaze of glory because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I am not going to go down without a fight and it's not going to be pretty. Oops, sorry. I just hit my microphone, guys, taking a sip of my water. Really not feeling well today. And I promise it's not the Rona. I took a rapid test a couple days ago and I'm the same still. I'm not going to take another rapid test. All y'all can go fuck yourselves. Just kidding. Okay, so without further ado, let's do this, bitches. Um, so I don't know how many episodes ago it was. I had an episode called Detach from What Destroys You. And it was an episode in regards to narcissistic relationships. And it was in regards to a relationship that I have spent almost the last eight years of my life in. And I'm not the same person anymore. I have serious trauma issues and PTSD and I do everything I can to understand it. So I'm not made to feel weak by him and end up going back again because I want to be me again. And I know that it's probably impossible to go back to being me to before all of the abuse started and happened and pretty much broke me. I'm here, so I'm not totally broken. My cracks let the sunshine shine through and I'm going to be okay. But it's been hard. It's been a really long uphill battle and I had a nice conversation with a friend yesterday who really broke it down for me and made me see how degrading he has been to me and how horribly cruel because this man has done things like deny me to other women, talk bad about me to other women, to mutual friends, to his family, to his friends, just to make me look like some fucking crazy lady. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I can be crazy. I consider myself to be pretty batshit passionate and I will do anything for someone I love. 
except allow myself to be stomped on on a regular basis and have my my fire snuffed out by someone that hates himself. So he has to hurt me and make himself look like a victim and say that I'm the problem. When the reality of it is, is that he is. And you know, they do know what they're doing. And the proof of it is, is that they can turn their personality on and off in a snap. You know, say for instance, if they go to a family birthday or they go to a party, work party or an event. And while at that event, they are just the light and the life of the party. They are so charming. And they are charismatic, gracious, say nice things about you in front of people. And then you leave that party with your narcissist. And as soon as you get in the car, you think, wow, that was a really good night. Maybe we're going to like just kind of break down the party and, and talk about things and go home and things are going to still be good. And then getting in the car, they put you down and say that you behaved inappropriately in front of a coworker or a family member, or you said something you shouldn't have said, and the degrading begins. It's, even as an empath, I go to a party and I'm not a super, super social person, and it takes a lot for me to put myself out there. And when I do, I typically have to just kind of retreat for a few days because being on is difficult. And I found that out when I served on the board of directors for a nonprofit organization. And when I would have to stand in front of, you know, hundreds of people and speak to them and, you know, I couldn't go three feet without having a bunch of salespeople swarm me. It, um, it's exhausting and it's exhausting for a narcissist too, because they are putting on a mask. They want everyone to think that they are this charming, wonderful, good-mannered, gracious, loving, just absolutely incredible person. You know, and, and people at the party might say, God, you're so lucky. He's so fun and funny. You're so lucky to have him. And, and they don't know what he's like once that mask comes off. Because he will do anything for anyone to show them that he is a good person. But the person that he swears that he loves the most but really doesn't know how to love is the person that he uses as his punching bag. And breaks them down. And that is to feed his narcissism. A narcissist always has to have a source for their narcissism. So then when they go out and they hang out with people that they don't treat like shit, the people that they want to see them as the fun party boy or the fun, loving, generous person. And then when they get home or they make time for you, I should say, you're a piece of shit to them.
So narcissists absolutely 100% know what they're doing. They know how to take the mask on and off. They intentionally take it off for you because you are their punching bag. You are their source of narcissistic supply and they will love bomb you. And they do that because they don't miss you. They miss seeing themselves through your eyes. And for years, I treated that man like he was a god. And in those moments when it was just the two of us, when he was in his love bombing stage, I literally believe that my pupils turned into the shape of hearts because in those moments he could do no wrong. But I like to refer to him as post come person. I'm not going to say his name. And when he was done and he would leave, he would go silent. And then I would get upset because he wasn't reaching out to me because, you know, in those moments, he's so in love with me. At least that's what he says, but really he's just in love with how I look at him and idealize him and look at him like he is the greatest fucking thing since sliced bread. And then when I reach out because he's quiet and ignoring me and has gone back to his real life with his real girlfriend, he gets angry at me and says things like, why don't you take it as one of us doesn't want to talk to the other one? Or one time he said to me, if you want to be my friend, and that's what he referred to me as for years. He was in love with me, but I love you, but I'm so in love with you, but if I could find a way to climb inside you and zip myself inside you, Linnea, because I love you so much, but I'm not that guy. So then he would put me down and I would get upset and I'm a Scorpio and I would challenge him and be like, why are you doing this? You just left my house and told me you love me. And then he's like, you can't make it three days, huh? You just can't make it three days without starting shit with me. And I would be like, I'm not trying to start shit. I just want to spend time with you. The way you tell me you love me, you know, you'd think that he wouldn't want to be separated from me at all. But the reality of it is, is that he never has loved me. He just loved the way I looked at him and the way he saw himself through my eyes. And as time went on and I really unmasked him and saw him for who he really was, I wasn't idealizing him as much. I wasn't looking at him like a Greek God. I wasn't looking at him like he was the greatest thing ever. I looked at him as a flawed individual with serious emotional issues from childhood traumas that has caused him to either have narcissistic personality disorder or narcissistic tendencies that 
lean really, really heavy towards sociopath. And the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath are pretty much the same, except for a sociopath is made. A psychopath is born. A psychopath. But he does feel, and I have seen him cry, but when I reflect back on those tears, they were all very self-centered. And I've been madly in love with myself, though he has made me hate myself, if that makes sense. Because a narcissist mirrors their partner. So when they mirror their partner, they're essentially behaving like you. So you fall in love with yourself while they fall in love with the way you idealize them. So the good news is that I do realize that I love me. But now <laughs> I have to remind myself that I'm not a whore and I'm not a cunt and I'm not a dumb bozo. I'm not drama. I didn't do anything to his nanny because she'll say things like, that's, it's not his nanny, by the way. By the way, that's his dying girlfriend who's now dying because she has cancer because she made herself so toxic. And I think that that's why my lupus is flaring because I haven't seen him in three weeks and the idea of knowing who he is and Seeing him again kind of makes me sick to my stomach because I'm disgusted by him. But at the same time, I still cry and I still miss him. But really, I just miss me. I don't wish this on my worst enemy, this feeling. So his nanny would say things like, I cannot believe you're talking to her again after everything she's done to me. I haven't done anything. I've defended myself. She ruined my paint job on my shitty car. It's a shitty car, but she still destroyed my paint job. Uh, she has physically assaulted me twice. She's tried to kick my door in at my house when I lived in a house over by the high school. She stalks me and she drives around my house all the time to see if he's here, but I don't see him anymore. I know that I will die and it will likely be by my own hand if I do, because he's going to lead me down a dark path because he's so unhappy. But it was nice to know that I do love me. And he's just been mirroring me. So when he talks shit about his nanny girlfriend, she's just mirroring him or vice versa. I mean, he's mirroring her. 
It's just a bizarre fucking stupid situation where I've been supposedly madly in love with a man that turns out I'm really just trauma bonded to and love myself. And when a man sends a message to a woman in response to my message to her, because, so let me back up. I know this lady and I don't care. I'm going to tell you her name, not her last name. Her name's Wendy. Our kids went to school together and I thought she was cool because um, according to her message, she was just not really into um, socializing with all the ladies in the hen house. And that's me. I fucking hate people. But I always volunteered as the room mom to make sure that my sons have always been treated okay. I don't want a shitty teacher. There's a lot of shitty teachers. And especially right now with COVID, they're trying to say parents aren't allowed on campus. My son's fourth grade teacher right now is a monster. She finds any reason to pick on him. And I'm about ready to give her the old fake left, hard right, if you know what I mean. So that's why I always volunteered as the room mom. And this was six and a half years in with my relationship with him. And I noticed that they were Facebook friends. And she was also Facebook friends with my buddy, Rob, who is not really my friend anymore because of manipulation and lies from this man. Anyway, um, I said, oh, my God. Hey, Wendy, it's me, Linnea. Our kids had the same teachers from like kindergarten through fifth grade and went to the same after school program. And she's like, Oh yeah, I think I remember you. And I was like, I am so happy and excited to see that you are <clears throat> Facebook friends with my boyfriend and one of my best friends in the world. And I went on to tell her, you know, that I had gone to my boyfriend's high school graduation. I was in fourth grade. He was a senior. I wasn't there for him. I was there for my godmother's son, <clears throat> excuse me, and um, that I was at his high school graduation and that I had ridden my bike up and down the street as a child. And I remember when his mom came home with her El Camino, an El Camino that he promised me that I should have because he feels like his mom would want me to have it. It's all bullshit. He never was going to give it to me. Anyway, so... This motherfucker's response to her was, she's not my girlfriend. I don't know what she's talking about, about my high school graduation. She's not my friend. We've only hung out for a, a few times, six and a half years in, a few times. And I'd already been pregnant, had a miscarriage, twins, pregnant with twins. Anyway, tells this bitch, yeah, she is, because women need to stick together and just the mere fact that she was so quick to believe him when, I mean, I don't know their connection really, some sort of distant non-blood family that he wanted to bang. Um, for her, <laughs> he said, so he said, um, I've hung out with her a few times. I've helped her a little bit. I felt sorry for her. She's Rob's friend. That is not a man that respects you. That is not a man that loves you. 
that is not a man that is ever going to do right by you. Any man that abandons you when you need them the most, like moving, when I lost my home, and his response is, I'm not that guy. But then you see on his Facebook that a week later, he helped a friend store her car, not only store it, but drive it, move it, and put it on his, um, at his work site. He'll do anything for anybody, but he would never do anything for me. He helped me do a couple things like hang a screen thing to block my patio, put together a tiny little hibachi grill and bring me some dirt in seven years, almost eight years. He's helped me financially, but his money doesn't mean shit to me. I want him present and not talking shit about me to everybody. He's not a good person. And anybody that says they're not a liar are the biggest liars that you'll ever know. Believe that. So, I mean, honestly, I don't know where my head was thinking that he was mine and I was his and that eventually... He was going to treat me right. And he wasn't going to absolutely verbally and mentally destroy me and suck me dry of all my happiness and pretty much put my life into trauma and me not be able to fucking function like a normal human being anymore. During that love bombing phase, it was the most powerful thing ever. It's like an addiction. You become addicted to the love bombing and it truly is like a drug addiction. So I guess he was right. I do have some addiction issues. It was giving him the opportunity to continuously hurt me for almost eight years for that, you know, four to six hour period that we would hang out and have drinks and talk for hours and make love and he would leave. He wanted me when he wanted me, not when I wanted him. He has been misogynistic at best. Excuse me, I hit the microphone again, I'm sorry. He has cheated so many times. He has been with so many women, probably more than both fingers on his hands in the last, in the better of a decade, I should say. You know what I'm saying? And I had decided to leave him and moved on. And I moved on with the wrong person. Granted, I am not a big, <laughs> not a very good picker, I should say. And while I shouldn't have picked that person, Leaving him was not 
a bad idea. Leaving him was the best thing I should have done and I never should have gone back. But because of that addiction to the love bombing, when the opportunity arose and he asked me to marry him, I stopped seeing that other person and I went right back to him. I went right back to it and I went right, I fell into this trap of now he was hell-bent on making sure that I was punished and it was his mission to destroy me. It was revenge at his finest. And he went and fucked some dumb bitch named Stephanie that lives in Washington and some other bitch named Steph from Fremont. And, and I say bitch because they know about me. And for them to not know what's going on after I've been so transparent, it's absolutely ridiculous. These They're just um, old ladies with uh, no prospects at all. So makes me sad that they would give themselves up so easily when it took he and I six months of him courting me after two years of being celibate and I'm the whore, right? I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be right back. I got a couple more things to talk about here and then we're going to move on to how narcissism is prevalent and so dominant in politics. Be right back. Hey there, I'm back. Thank you for being so patient for that quick, I don't know, 30 second time slot. I don't know. <laughs> Break. Um, so just to wrap up this segment, you're only allowed actually quickly record like 30 minute increments and this 30 minute increment to upload it to start the second part of this podcast took forever. I don't know why my Wi-Fi is going so slow. I'm the only one on it at the moment. So anyway, um, so over the last almost eight years, I have been systematically broken. It was all his, by his design, all his plan. It's not what I wanted. I thought I was going to live happily ever after. Because in those moments when it was just the two of us, they were some of the greatest moments of my life. But those moments will never make up for all of the abuse that comes with it. So, and in that time, he's never been that guy. Like I said, when I moved, he refused to help me and he had a truck, but he wasn't that guy. And when I was pregnant with twins, he handed me cash and told me to get rid of them. He doesn't give a fuck if there's two. And once I found out there were two babies inside me, it was game changer. I was not going to terminate my pregnancy. They died on their own and that's the way it should have been. 
and I'm glad I handled it that way, even if I had to deal with it alone. So I've had to move a couple times um, because my life has really fallen apart. And I've probably applied for about 10,000 jobs over the last six years. Nobody even calls me back anymore. Fuck it. I don't care. You know, I mean, I have, I'll figure out a way. I'll always find out, find a way, you know, but it would be nice to have my income again. But during that time period, I ended up homeless for about a month, my boys and I, and Joshua had gone to summer camp and Samuel had family visiting from Fiji and Australia, I believe. And he went to this family reunion thing in Southern California, the Catalina Island and did all this stuff. And in those moments, I slept in my car trying to give my friend a break from having just a house full of people and my mess everywhere while I waited for our new place to be ready. And in those moments when I was sleeping in my car and trying to get a hold of him and leaving him voicemail messages, me in tears because I'm scared, he never once called me back because he's not that guy. And if I ever wanted to remain in a relationship or friendship with him, I should never ask him if he needs me to cook for him or watch his kids or bake for him or spend time with him. He'll spend time with me when he wants to. Because in his words, he is going to do what he wants, when he wants, with whomever he wants. And he really made sure that I knew and he made sure other women knew that I meant nothing to him until he wanted me. And that's cruel. And it was cruel of myself to do that to me, to allow a piece of shit that hates his life and hates everyone around him be so awful to another human being. And what I've realized over the last year is I have had a spiritual awakening and I've talked about it on a previous episode. And I truly believe Hinduism is the most righteous way to live. We live our karma and then we elevate to a dharma, and then moksha, which is enlightenment. And we will continue to be reincarnated until we understand that everything inside and outside this universe, we are all God. And God is love. And we're here to love, not hurt and hate. And so I keep making these attempts at being vegetarian. <laughs> it's really hard, you guys, because I've been raised eating meat forever. And sometimes it just tastes really, really good. But I, it's so hard for me because I 
I am God and I love everything. And everyone inside and outside this universe because we are all connected. And I'm connected to a cow and I am connected to a fish and I am connected to you and you to me. So anyway, let's talk politics, shall we? <laughs> so I saw a really funny meme <laughs> with Dr. Fauci and it's, <laughs> it says <laughs> with <laughs> COVID's like Omicron variant, variant, variants uh, surging. Dr. Fauci recommends you getting your dick sucked from behind. <laughs> Wear two masks. <laughs> you can just imagine <laughs> your super masculine boyfriend in the doggy style position. <laughs> <laughs> get your dick sucked from behind. <laughs> that was for the sheep, I believe. So I think honestly, to be a good politician or a shmarmy, because they're all fucking shmarmy. And I truly, let, let me just back up here. I really believe that even Ron DeSantis, even Donald Trump, every Republican, they are all in it. This has been and still is the biggest fucking shit show reality television show on just the largest, grandest stage ever. And everything that they are doing, some of it might be ad-libbed, but I believe most of it is scripted. And the reason why Ron DeSantis is um, making waves in Florida and people are living so free is to create opposition because it's a divide and conquer thing. And, you know, <clears throat> it's absolutely, if I change my page, cause I was not ready. So <laughs> many, but not all politicians, but I'm going to say uh, pretty much all politicians. When they get into politics, they either have already made their fortune, most likely, or they inherited it. And their narcissistic desires feed their supply for prestige, for status, for authority. And the objects that they admire so much being money and power, it helps them to confirm their sense of superiority. Dr. Fauci is a narcissist. He's gaslighting you guys on a regular basis. Um, I'm not sure how many of the sheep saw that meme and actually decided to go home and ask their wives to uh, suck their dick from behind. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Sorry. So, I mean, for real, it's absolutely insanity. Uh, Gavin Newsom, power hungry, and they will push and they will take and they will take until there's nothing left to take. Because what's happening right now is something that's happened before in the past. It's called communism. 
people forget. And maybe many of you guys don't even know because um, the public school system is trying to indoctrinate children and they have been doing so for 20 years, more so probably about 25 years. I'm going to say around the time my son started kindergarten, my oldest, who's going to be 30 years old this year, when he started kindergarten, that's when it all started. Remember they had the, um, in my son's school district, they had, uh, like the zero tolerance bullshit. Oh, that's gone. Uh, they had to get rid of that. And this whole agenda 2030, once you go to the World Economic Forum and use your critical thinking cap, not the one that's in the shape of a huge cone, that's the dunce, put that down. It's a top hat you want. It makes you look like a pimp and super intelligent, like maybe Abraham Lincoln. Anyway, so go to the World Economic Forum and navigate to strategic intelligence create a login and a password because you got to. They want to know who's looking at their shit. And it will take you to their landing page in strategic intelligence. And it is their plan for Agenda 2030. And it starts right in the center with COVID. And I shit you not, you guys, there's thousands of tentacles coming off that word COVID of what they plan on doing. So I really highly strongly, super, super, super big time, big time, big time. Encourage you guys to go check that shit out because they are going to continue to take as long as the sheep allow them to, because nothing that they have said that our mandates are mandates. They're just press, press releases. They cannot legally, they do not have the power, nor does your employer, by the way, and they are violating HIPAA on the regular by doing this. And they've absolutely just completely forgot that there is the HIPAA law, fucking retard sandwich eaters is what they are. And any employer, any school, any government that tries to force an experimental drug, they're all gonna fucking die. And it's gonna either be through civil war or the Nuremberg Code. And the only reason we're not in a communist state yet with all these fucking narcissistic pieces of shit ruling over us is because we have the Second Amendment. Australia doesn't. They are not allowed to have guns. The UK was not allowed to have guns. Canada. Nope. But in the United States, there's millions of us packing heat and ready to lock and load. And I swear to fucking Christ, I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory. I'll, I'll say it until it happens. Because I am not going to allow this fucking takeover. The sheep are not going to lead us to our death. Another seven-year-old died. In Minnesota, a 15-year-old died in Sonoma. How many people have to die before you dumb fucks wake up? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're not dumb, but you're kind of dumb. How many boosters are you on now? 20? Are you... Uh, Fully synthetic, synthetic human. I really think we're in the fucking matrix, guys. I want to wake up. I want everybody to wake up the, from the fucking matrix. But I know you guys are all plugged in and you like your little sweet life watching TV. TGIF. That's the last time I think I watched TV. Like legitimately sat down and watched episodes with the exception of HBO shit. Or Showtime. But I don't watch TV at all anymore. Because it's all Operation Mockingbird. 
it's all programming. And it's a simple form of hypnosis, repetition. Some of you guys are really, really easily manipulated. I mean, I can be gullible sometimes. People will crack jokes at my expense because I believe shit that they say and they're just taking advantage of the gullible side of Linnea. But when I look at dudes like Don Lemon and that fucking big fat headed homo that is um, like a alternate universe um, George Costanza, <laughs> but gay and dumb. Oh, Jesus. I don't know how you guys can actually believe the fucking thing those people say. <laughs> They're actors and their salary, majority of their salary comes from the federal government. So this isn't willful consent. This is not a mandate. The masks aren't a mandate. Restaurants that are being fined, they go down to pay their fine and there's no code in the system. So they can't because they're county and they're not bright enough to figure it out on their own. They can't accept the money. You guys keep leading the population to slaughter because you're so easily manipulated by the television and your peers and you want your friends and family to have your best interest, but then they're looking to you the same as you're looking to them for the newest fashion crazes, music, medicine, diets, exercise, religion. And you guys just fucking follow each other around, sniffing each other's asses like dogs. Millions of people died in Cold War Russia. Millions of people died in Auschwitz. Millions of people died in Rwanda. Millions of people died in China. Cuba, Venezuela. It's happening in the United States. It's happening on a worldwide scale now courtesy of Klaus fuckface Schwab, George bags under his fucking eyes for days Soros, Bill needs to fucking have a nine round hollow point between his eyes gates. I'm not going to be the one that does it though, guys. So NSA can suck my dick from behind. <laughs> That's like the funniest thing I've I've ever heard. Suck my dick from behind. So in summation, um, wake up, you dumb idiots. Already, please don't put any more boosters in your body. These are not boosters. They're saying, oh, get a booster for the new Omicron. <laughs> you cannot put a booster in your body if it's the same fucking vaccine for the first variant of the virus because that variant is dead. And as a virus mutates and shapeshifts, <laughs> it loses strength, you guys. It does not get stronger. That's real science. And narcissists like Dr. Fauci, and I truly believe that motherfucker is a psychopath because he killed thousands of people during the AIDS epidemic. He kept life-saving medication out of the hands of AIDS patients. Took it off the market, just like he did hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. And just like the news is lying and saying that Joe Rogan took horse medicine. No, he didn't. He took the human pills. They sell it in human fucking pill form, okay? <laughs> you guys are dumb, brainwashed. 
I mean, at what point do you stop and be like, wow, they just keep moving the fucking goalpost. They're just trying to confuse us, gaslight us, divide and conquer. When are you going to wake up and see that, people? Jesus Christ. It is the Marxist manifesto. It is 1984, George Orwell. The 10 points of Marxism. Abolish of property in land and application of all rents of land to the public purpose. A heavy progressive or gra uh, graduated income tax. Abolish of all rights of inheritance. They'll take all your inheritance. Confiscation of the property of all immigrants and rebels. Centralization of credit in the hands of the state by means of national bank with state capital and exclusive monopoly. Centralization of the means of communication and transportation in the hands of the state. They are controlling the news. They pay 50% of every journalist that they own. Their salary is all paid by them. They are telling them what they're allowed to say and they are suppressing everything. The big tech oligarchs are doing the same because they have their hands in it also. And they're getting federal funding as well. So they're sucking Fauci's dick from behind also. Extension of factories and instruments of production owned by the state, the bringing into cultivation of wastelands and the improvement of soil generally in accordance with the common plan. Equal liability of all to labor. Establishment of industrial armies, especially for agriculture. They're making farmers kill their crops in the name of global warming. And if they say no, they pay a huge tax and they will lose money on that crop. So when they agree, if they don't kill the crops, they send them this huge binder, you guys. Tell them what they have to kill and where. If they don't, they go over with drones to see if you have not killed your crops. And then they said that they will kill them with Agent Orange. You know, global warming, you fucking retards. <laughs> Combination of agriculture and manufacturing industries. Gradual abol abolition of the distinction between town and country by a more equitable distribution of the population over the country. Free education for all children in public schools. Abolition of children's factory labor in the present form. Combination of education with industrial production. Um, that means making babies work in, in factories like they do in China. That's why we get all of our shit so cheap, yo. China. They've got five-year-olds in factories. Yeah, remember Kathy Lee Gifford and all of her factory babies? <laughs> factory babies. That's what's happening right now. It's a divide and conquer. They terrify you. Not me. I'm not afraid of them. I have no problem going down in a blaze of glory. And I will probably because I have a very hot head when it comes to this shit, when it comes to my kids and their safety and their protection and our rights as Americans and God. Being God, I am God. They are the devil. And they are not hiding it because under their fake fucking false demonic religions, they absolve themselves of any wrongdoing by telling you exactly what they're doing. They don't hide it. You guys are just dumb and, and brainwashed for real. They don't hide it. It's all out there, plain as day. 
but they know that they've got you wrapped around Dr. Fauci's dick from behind. <laughs> Legit, that's so funny. Imagine, it seems like such an awkward position. Get salmonella, getting your nose in a butthole. Um, <laughs> gross. Um, they count on the fact that they've got you brainwashed. And you're not going to use critical thinking. And so when I challenge you and I ask you a question and you scream out that I'm the problem because I'm unvaxxed. Have you ever heard of a the, <laughs> a, um, the measles outbreak in Disneyland? And really it's only the unvaccinated that should be scared at all because once you have your measles, mumps, rubella, your MMR, there's two, you can never catch it. Once you have your chickenpox vaccine, you can't catch chickenpox. That is a vaccine. What they are putting in the bodies of people now is causing myocarditis, heart attacks, strokes, blood clotting that's causing the heart attacks and strokes, massive fucking brain aneurysms, neurological issues, congestive heart failure. And boys, ages 5 to 17, there's been a 54% increase in their deaths since the vaccine rolled out and they got approved. That's not very long since the five-year-olds got approved. 54% increase in their death. There's approximately, I think, one in a thousand kids suffering life-altering adverse reactions and one in 2,700 is dying from this. That's too big of a risk for me. Even 1%. Is too big of a risk because my children are my life. I can't stop my son that's 29 from doing the Fauci. He's brainwashed too. He wasn't. He used to be that boy that would ride his bike home just to watch Dead Face Greta on Fox. Yep, I called her that, Dead Face Greta. Kind of feel like I have a right to say it because I've had Bell's palsy before. And when I get super stoned, my left eye blinks really, really slow and sometimes doesn't really open up all the way. And the best way to describe it, like my friend Haley said, is like those little dolls that we used to have when we were kids and their, their eyes would open and close, they would blink. But then you decided you wanted to take that doll to the beach and it got a granule of sand underneath that eyelid. And it never quite opened and closed the same ever again. <laughs> That's me when I'm super stoned. So... <clears throat> so in summation, like I'm saying, every fucking politician is in on it and they're all narcissistic and they are all pushing towards this agenda. DeSantis, Ted Cruz, and fuckface Fauci, Joe shits his pants Biden, Nancy the drunk Pelosi, Kamala the cunt Harris. Every single one of them is in on it. They are causing the division, divide and conquer, scare tactics, reinforce masks, give us some headway, lift some of the fake restrictions, terrorize us with a variant, more masks, more restrictions. They'll give us an inch and then they take three away to push us closer and closer to totalitarianism, into a communist state where they control us. 
And the more you give, the more they take, and they don't ever give it back. And they are breaking you. They are terrifying you. And they're making you look extremely ignorant. And the mere fact that you walk around with a fucking mask on, but you could be wearing, I don't know, some ski pants or something and fart and that shit, you can smell it, right? Come on now. When you're wearing a pair of Levi's, sitting on a couch, you fart. Those particles get out of your pants. What do you think is happening when you cough wearing a mask? Just because you can't smell it doesn't mean you didn't dealt it. The masks are useless. Your television is useless. Your brain is becoming useless the longer you watch this bullshit and believe it. And we need to stand up. We need to help the people of Australia, the UK, Canada, because we got our guns. And it's time for a civil war because the Second Amendment protects us from them. Not from your neighbor, although that's a bonus. It protects us from a tyrannical government takeover. When they are overstepping their bounds, it is our right to hip check them and put them back in their place or have a tribunal decision about where they're, we're going to hang them on live television in the center of town or in Guantanamo Bay. But all of them are in on it. They all have their role to play. They're all little fucking asshole rich actors pushing the sheep, the cattle, the heads. That's all we are to them. To our graves, eliminating the majority. Because 12 and 13 must die. 12 out of every 13 people for them to get to the numbers they want. But honestly, at this point, with our Second Amendment and what they are doing, I'm not sure why we haven't lined them all up and just popped them all off. Fuck a trial. We can all be the judge, the jury, and the trial. All in one shot. Boom, 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 boom. Bye, guys. We're taking our fucking country back. Suck my dick from the back. Just kidding about that part. I don't have a dick. But I kind of wish I did now, just so I could say that to somebody. <laughs> like legitimately and have them get a visual in their head. So <clears throat> I'm dehydrated. I need to go suck down like 20 bottles of water, take some ibuprofen. And I'm going to hit the hay, kids. Thanks for tuning in. Sorry I called you names. But I wasn't really calling my listeners names. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys are rad. I'm just calling the sheep names. Bah! Just kidding. That's just a divide and conquer tactic. We need to love everybody. Seriously. And that's my takeaway. Love them even though they're wrong. Show them that we are all one. God is everything. And we are God and God is love. Just love them. See you next week.